hello. Good evening. Good evening. Good, good day, good afternoon, good something. Word. Something. So, my name is Just Heck, or on Instagram, I'm at Just Heck. On Twitter, I'm at Just Heck. In real life, I'm Heck. <laughs> okay. Consistent. Very consistent. Ain't no surprises here. I am Cindy Lee. My pronouns are they and she. You can find me at Cindy Lee Alves, at Sex on Shuffle. And in real life, it's Cindy Lee. There you go. Yeah. Not not Cindy. Cindy. No, 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 no. (laughs) Very, the closest to me can get away with that. Um, I'm a little passive aggressive, so I low-key want to like be like, what's your name? So I could only give you three (laughs) letters of it. But, you know, I'm healing. I'm on a journey. So my name is Cindy Lee. Professor, your succulents, whenever it applies. Word. Uh, but Cindy Lee's fine. That's what's up. Mm-hmm. And so this is episode one Yay. of the Just Another Podcast Sex on Shuffle merger that people are a little surprised about. They're a little, because mm-hmm. everybody's like, you know, like, what? so what is this? What, what What's going on? And I'm just like, oh, well, you know. I, I, just conversations with me and my homie and talking about a bevy of different things. And mm-hmm. you know, I felt like it'd be a dope, dope way to kind of merge two ideologies, mm. if you will. And, uh, you know, today we're going to talk about Dave Chappelle and uh, his recent, his recent comedy special called The Closer. Mm-hmm. Um, which I thought was pretty good and mm. I thought it was interesting. Um, I kind of, you know, I, I, I like Dave Chappelle. I'm a fan. I, li- I mm. love his honesty, um, his humanity in a sense. Um, mm. you know, he never, you know, I mean, he's a human being like everybody else. He never, although, you know, in the comedy world, he will definitely give you like that he's the GOAT. And all mm-hmm. that, or one of the goats, but he's definitely like, you know, I, th- I thought it was a good show. What were your thoughts? Mm, I'm interested in what you thought was good, but I'm gonna first say, I, 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 I fucked with Dave Chappelle for a little bit, not in the literal sense, right? Because some people like to weaponize language. Um, <laughs> So I'm like, no, he hasn't had the pleasure. Um, (laughs) But, you know, I went like I went to his first show and I went like when he returned, like I went to one of those Radio City Music Hall shows in 2014. And but anyway, you know, he's part of my my journey. Right. I I watched a lot of Dave Chappelle at undergrad. Uh, I didn't have the same feelings about this. This. This special. Um, I did already hear about it, so I already came ready to be like, okay, there's contention. There's folks that are going to be against certain shit. Let me watch it. Let me. And that's not to say like if you don't watch it and you feel away, that's that's your prerogative. But I'm here, like I want to watch it so I can be clear on where were the things. Right. Because I I didn't not laugh at parts. There were parts, but I did not laugh in the ways that I've laughed before. Right. Like I low key have like a voice note 
from that radio city because I don't like, I don't, I don't like when people tell me what to do. And it was very like, you couldn't have a phone. They had people policing the areas to make sure that nobody was recording. And I get that. Right. Cause that's important. Um, but I don't like to listen to that. So I had a little bit of the voice note from 2014 and I didn't want to like go to the nail and compare him then and him now. Cause that's a long time, but the amount of laughter that existed, right? Like he was talking about other shit and he talked a little bit about other shit in the special, but it almost felt, um, what's the word I want to say? Like you were going hard in the paint on purpose, right? Like I'm the enemy, you were going hard and saying really extreme things. And that's not something that's foreign to him. He says off the cuff things, mm. but it's it it's hitting it's hitting different when we're talking about populations that he doesn't hold. Uh, and there's a lot of nuance. There's a lot of layers that I'm really looking forward to chopping up with you, uh, because multiple truths can exist, right? He can be honest and human, but those it's interesting that you said honest and human because I think about. Look, again, not the same fucking thing, but I think about when I was on the bus in the Bronx and I hear, you know, our people talking about how they're going to vote for Trump because Trump keep it real and Trump is honest. Right. So it just mm. that juxtaposition and listening to that. I'm like, yeah. it, it sounds like we really fuck with honesty. And. There's there's a point like at how far are we going to go? with prioritizing or idolizing this this sort of honesty right. um without account accountability so i'm interested in how we're going to talk about it here okay and what i'm you know honest and human aren't two of the same things mm -mm. You know, honesty is just telling the truth whether you know it's it's just the facts you know there's no it can be an emotion tied to it the facts are just what they are, right? Mm. Um, and being human is like basically to be flawed, to be a person of the world. You mm -hmm. know, to be human is, there is no perfect. You know, there's a reason why a test is 99.9% .9 accurate <laughs> mm -hmm. because you have to account for that 0.1% of human failure, human flaw. Mm -hmm. um, and we, we as human beings have a history of being flawed, okay? Mm -hmm. um, and it's not, you know, right now, yeah, we can pinpoint a specific uh, phenotype, but there's a history of people of color being, being flawed. There's a history, mm -hmm. you know, there's, there's, it's human beings at the end of the day. Human being, being human is like the umbrella term and everything falls under that, whether mm -hmm. you're a part of the LGBTQ plus community, whether you're heterosexual, whether you're whatever, you know what I'm saying? But, you know, whether you don't subscribe as anything, whether, you, you know, whatever the case may be. Mm -hmm. um, and when I watched this um, initially, and, and let me, I'll just say this, like, I consider myself an ally of the community. Mm. Um, but 
that can, you know, that changes from person to person that, that, mm-hmm. you know, that knows me. Some people would think that I am homophobic. Um, I mean, it is what it is. I think it's, it's all based on who you know and the, the experiences that you have with the person. Uh, but I, I do like, I will, I, I don't drop F-bombs, you know, mm-hmm. even I always, even when I worked with persons within the community and different subcultures, um, where, where how we would use the N-word, mm-hmm. they would use the F-word. And mm-hmm. I'd be sitting there like, wow, okay, that's different. I never really thought that that would be a thing. Mm-hmm. But, it, but you know, there's, there's, when you use those type of words, there's a kind of self-hatred or there's a, there's a taking ownership of a word <laughs> that you can use because you know what has been used against you so much and fuck it. You know what I mean? I'm going to use it and we use, use it freely as we use it. Do I, do I, F word is probably the most off word I try not to use. Um, but the N word, I slip up and I use that word. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying I use it, especially when I'm when I'm angry at someone or someone's just pissing me off. I'm just like, mm-hmm. you know what? Why are you doing this? And then mm-hmm. it slips out. Um, I'm human. But you mentioned, but you mentioned what you just mentioned was good, right? Like it made you feel uncomfortable, mm-hmm. and you knew that you were not going to be somebody to use it, right? Because right. you are not part of that community, right. right? You can be an ally or be an allyship or be an accomplice, right? right. However, we word this out, yeah. but you know that that's not your lived experience, so yes. you wouldn't be like, oh yeah, you use it, I use it too, like how some white people uh, be doing, like oh my <laughs> homie does this, and I love these rap songs, right? Nah, nah, nah. Um, so Wait. there's a nuance there that you understand of that right yes. which is why you were in you're in community with folks who outside of that space people wouldn't expect you the quote-unquote right everybody feels like it, that you know cishet folks are gonna hang out with cishet folks and queer trans folks are gonna hang out with queer trans folks and there may be truth to that but there's reasons right. for that there's reasons why folks commune with social identities that are near and dear to them mm-hmm. um so I think with that same reason, that's what I think about when I watch this, right? Like, right. I feel like I have a sense of humor and sometimes the sense of humor I have is fucking in, is inappropriate sometimes, right? <laughs> sometimes I feel like someone will feel that my shit is inappropriate and their settings, especially yeah. when we're talking about social capital and we're talking about like, if you know that you are the GOAT to yourself, right? Like, mm-hmm. you know, people know you to be the GOAT. Right. There's a responsibility around what kind of things we think are funny, right? Mm-hmm. Especially when people listen to you and have value to what you're saying, they're going to be like, oh, well, Dave Chappelle did it. Hold on. Let me, I can k- continue to freely be mm-hmm. on some fuck shit and be like, well, it doesn't matter because now I have this frame of reference. And that's right. not putting all of it on Dave either. Right. And that doesn't mean you're not going to be held accountable, whatever that means. Right. Like I'm not his homie. I don't know what uh, his queer and trans homies are doing, except this one trans person that he mentions like, oh, look at this. I had a trans friend. Right. (laughs) And in watching the series, I feel like I don't know, Dave. Right. But my gut, my body is like, you did that. That shit on purpose because everything feels like um, contradicting yourself. 
you'll say certain little nuggets and I'm like, okay, you do have some kind of community to be able to say, oh, I wasn't good with pronouns back then. Like I'm good with pronouns now. Or like you'll say certain things around, you know, whether or not someone is a woman or not, right? But then you'll fucking go back and take 10 steps back and say some outlandish shit because you want that reaction. It feels like you want the tender part. It's part of, it's part of comedy. It's part of comedy. It's how, part of- far, how far are we going with that? Because I feel like there's certain nuances that we wouldn't find funny. And I don't want to bring hypotheticals because they don't exist. But I'm like, how far is this? Especially when we are talking, we're not talking about... Um, we're not talking about like the lived experience of trans and queer folks. Like there's jokes. I'm sure there's funny shit we could talk about around that, but you not being in that community and then not just talking about trans and queerness, you're talking about being pro turf. Right. Mm -hmm. So that's language to me that you're not a hundred percent on. Right. right? Or or you have a bias. Right. Because mm-hmm. there's certain people that hold the social capital. Right. Like you're like, oh, J.K. Rowling is is a turf now. And, and, and she did all this great shit. Those two things could be true. Like she could wrote all this great books, which queer and trans folks was, are grieving because they're like, that was my life. That was, you know, whatever for the Potter fans. Right. But right. And she ain't shit. And that's something to contend with, right? Like I fuck with Dave Chappelle. I can't fucking Mm -hmm. wear my t-shirt, right? Because Mm -hmm. you are playing too much. And I don't believe you when you say that you are down to listen. Because I'm not, I don't feel like it's not not coming across that way. It's coming across as a potential for next material. Right. And I, and I, it gets so com- I think it's fucked up because there's other parts to the show that I was like, ooh, that's a teachable moment. We could talk mm-hmm. about like he had asked, um, can a gay person be racist? Be racist. Yes. Right? That's totally. <laughs> Absolutely. A gay white person. Like I feel like we need to be able to talk about that. It's a right. gay white person can be racist yeah, because totally. there's nuance in that, right? right? Like you have the privilege and the advantage of whiteness. Well, too, despite your oppression, I feel like, and to just thank you for letting me interject because you, mm. you were speaking, you were speaking some truth. But there's there's obvious there's obvious misinformation or not information. There's not misinformation. There's obvious there's an obvious lack of education for Dave Chappelle regarding the LGBTQ community, right? Mm-hmm. Um, because there is a difference between the Caucasian gays and the people of color gays. There's, it's 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 very stark in contrast. Um, and you know, even you know, when they talk about like the HIV/AIDS epidemic, it's two mm-hmm. different stories, two totally right. different stories. Um, right. Where you know, it's it was it's, and he he doesn't really understand that. Now, what I got was there were certain things that he should have left alone. Obviously, and part of him that's makes him he's trying to be defiant and what it comes off as is ignorant. And I don't Mm -hmm. really believe that he's ignorant, but I feel like he's defiant in the fact that people are telling him that he needs to chill and be wrong. And he's like, no, but you got to hear me. And the further he keeps saying, yo, you got to hear me. 
he keeps falling down the sick hole. You know yeah. what I mean? And it's just like, and it's hard when, as a comedian, that's not really your thing. I mean, this thing, you know, that you can be off the cuff about, but when you, and, and I've heard those jokes, the trans jokes that he did when he left the Chappelle show, they were a little, mm. they were rough. They were messed yeah. up. Um, you know what I mean? They, they weren't really funny, but then again, this wasn't a really funny time for Dave Chappelle. So he was probably, ish, you know, seething anger through these jokes that were that were not cool, mm-hmm. um, especially for if anyone understands the trans community. It is a community that is besieged within even the gay community within within the within the umbrella. It is a a, a community that is looked down upon within its own community, and I mean it's it's tough. It's and I you know part of me was just like I didn't really feel like he was attacking. But he kind of needed to just be like, yo, you know what? I was wrong. I'm sorry. And I need to move on. That's where he kept messing up. He kept saying, you know, like, I mean, he made a, he made, there were certain points that I felt were very valid. Like Caitlyn Jenner becoming the woman of the year in, in her first year as a woman. I thought that was crazy. White trans woman. Mm. But, and, you know, he made an off-the-cuff joke about, yeah, she's better than every woman in Detroit and all this stuff. But there's some truth to that. How is that possible? But where he fails in that is that he's failing to understand that it isn't just gay. It isn't just lesbian. There are contrasts just as within society. I think and then you got to go up, you go up the, the, the ladder with it. There's, there's still a difference between white and black and everything in between there's and you know everyone every every category or every culture or every race has their own stuff um but you know at the end of the day <laughs> i felt i honestly i felt like i was just like this is a human being who's never really been attacked in this way no, he got attacked for leaving 50 million on the table, but that's different from being attacked and saying you're a racist or you're a turf or you're a bigot. Mm-hmm. And he can't, he's he's having difficulties in my in my opinion, what I'm hearing. Mm-hmm. He's having mm-hmm. difficulties handling that. And what he's doing is he's trying to come out and say, no, I don't have a beef with the transgender community. But this is what I feel. And then it's like, dude. Maybe, you know what I'm saying? Maybe certain things should just be private. Maybe certain things just, you know, I don't know. Yeah, I, I feel like that those were the pieces that he would contradict, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. I think he's looking at, and I don't know, this is what I'm seeing, right? Because yeah, that's yeah. the thing. We have, I'm watching this special. I only know from what this special is. I can't know what you have in real life. And that doesn't make my feelings or like anybody who feels away invalid because we got to go within this context. Right. So you're telling me, I think 
you're having these experiences based on white people that are queer or white people that feel like they're allies to LGBTQ plus LGBTQIA mm-hmm. coming at you to try to hold you accountable. And there's pushback because yeah, white people should stay in their lane. Like that's the importance <laughs> of intersectionality, right? It hits different when we, we're not just talking about, um, whether or not something's transphobic or not, or homophobic or not, there's another lens to it. And I think that's why it's interesting because he brought up Susan B. Anthony Mm -hmm. and he brought up Sojourner Truth, right? And he brought it up in a way like, it's funny. I left, right? Like Mm -hmm. you, so you have an understanding of intersectionality because that's where it stems from. Even though it was coined by Kimberly Crenshaw, you know, Sojourner Truth was like, ain't I a woman too, right? Because if you look at voting rights, which that's not my field, but it's enough to know, like Susan B. Anthony, white people got votes. White women got votes. Not black women, not indigenous women. Indigenous women, they get votes to like the 60s, right? Mm-hmm. And that's just me off the top. So you have somewhat of an understanding, but it's not clicking for you because there's emotion involved and you're upset at how people come at you. That's right. And yeah. I feel like there's, tr- those, there's truths to those pieces. Mm-hmm. And that doesn't invalidate how people are coming and being like, I'm not fucking with you at all. How you saying you got, oh, but I got this trans friend, but I'm going to say the opposite and say things that harm or then try to cover yourself with say my trans friend, rest in peace. They would have laughed at that. Okay. But that's one, tr- just like my experience here and me giving my two cents don't mean shit. I'm not the head of any of my social identities. Right. There are going to be people that are like, oh, no, nah, that's not that real. He's funny. That are going to be queer and trans or black queer and trans. Yeah. But again, that doesn't, it's not a point system. That doesn't mean all these people that are really harmed by it or understand that those kind of thoughts and beliefs literally get people killed. Mm. That doesn't negate the other. Right. And that's why, like, you you know, I'm down to talk about these things because we can have a difference of opinion and we need to really look at when opinions literally impact people's livelihoods. Right. Like he might feel a way because of the way folks are trying to fix or have some accountability with him. But that's the that's the issue. That's what happens when folks say that you're causing harm, you don't get a choice in how the accountability works out, mm-hmm. right? And he still might not give a fuck because he said it himself, Twitter isn't real, right? So a lot of people really believe that, but at the end of the day, it's similar to race. When we talk about race, for example, mm-hmm. race isn't real, right? Like DNA has shown that, that it's, you know, right. it, PBS has shown that it was, to us, it was, right? It was created by... Uh... It was created by it was created during the Christianity war to just to, to figure out the Muslims to figure yeah, out sh- because because there was white Muslims and dark Muslims. And they I'm thought, sure they thought all Muslims were the same. And then they realized that being Muslim was more than just a culture. Like it was uh-huh. it was deeper than that. And so that's why they said, OK, black, white. <laughs> But there's all no the brown. iterations. There's no brown. All the iterations. But... <laughs> and what does brown even mean? Like, that's another fucking conversation. But um, I forgot what I was saying. There was a point. But there's, there's race doesn't, doesn't, doesn't exist. Oh, race doesn't exist. Mm-hmm. Sure. But it fucking does. Right. It has implications. Yeah. Regardless of whether it's not a thing, mm-hmm. there's systemic implications involved. Right. Mm-hmm. So like. 
which is why people roll their eyes when white people want to say like, oh, I, you know, uh, the white end identity is put on me. No, 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 you don't get to say that, right? Like talk to your ancestors about that shit. So, and so that's what I mean. Like it, regardless of whether or not it's a construct does not ha- make it have implications. Right. And yet, but you like certain constructs because you sat here and you honestly said, I'm invested in the gender construct, mm-hmm. right? I see that. So there's a, you can, you can own that bias, but those little specks of, okay, I see what you're saying. You fuck it up with the next five things that you said. So I want to be able to hear you, but you also want that. Yeah. It, it comes across as you want that rise. Well, these, these conversations probably shouldn't be in a comedy special. That's the thing, right? I think, you know, obviously comedy can be contradictory because, you know, in one sense, you know, the comedian can be like, I love everybody, and then turn around and be like, I hate my gay dog walker. You know what I'm saying? Right. But that's, but that's, see, that's comedy. And that's where we have to be, you have to be kind of careful, but you also have to understand that this is comedy. But from comedy, perceptions and ideologies can be created. And then you create this divide where it's like, yeah, that's funny, but that's also true. And no, it's not true. And that's not, that's not what we should be getting from a comedy show. All right. So there's some education to be learned, but this is a comedy show. And I feel like at times this isn't something it's, it's great that this in one sense, this is a great vehicle to bring this conversation to the forefront. But at the same time, instead of instead of protest, because I'm never going to say let's protest anybody of color or anybody, period until I've heard all the facts. And instead of saying, yo, we're gonna protest, my thing is, where's the education, all right? We've been anti-bullying for so long, but then there's this cancel culture that comes into play. That's bullying. And it's- But it's it's not, who is it bullying? Who gets bullied? Everyone. Okay, I'll give you an example. Sebastian, the, the guy that played the Winter Soldier in Captain in Captain America and the Winter Soldier. Uh-huh. I, I'm not clear on what happened, but cancel culture came for him. And it was like, why? All right. And cancel culture is just as vicious as the people that it tries to go after. Okay. You cannot, you cannot have, you cannot be like, you know, an eye for an eye leaves us both blind. And yes, I get it that, you know, there's years and years and years and hundreds of thousands of years of all this stuff that went on between cultures and all that stuff. But at some point we have to evolve and move forward. And sure, it's, it's holding people accountable. Yes. There's certain, there's certain people that cancer culture has come for. And I was like, word. And then there's other times where cancer culture has just been about bullying. And I've seen, you know, I've, I've looked from afar and I'm just like, like, what's the point? Like, uh, you know, like, there has to be some sort of medium where we're just like, this is for this and this is for that. And what I mean is Dave Chappelle should not have been talking about certain topics within this comedy, but as a human being, he was bothered by being called the things that he was called. 
and he meant to bring it up. Does that mean he was right for bringing it up during a comedy special? No, it's probably the most improper place to bring up transphobia and gender and all this stuff. But in light of in light of everything that he did wrong, what he did right was he brought this conversation to the forefront. And all the other podcasts and all the news and all the stuff that brought have made this a conversation. Now, as human beings, it's up to us to make this the right type of conversation. Are we going to make this type of conversation as, as a human? Probably not. Probably not. You know what I'm saying? Because whereas I can agree to disagree and be like, yo, you know what? I, because to, to, in truth, you know, and I had this conversation with my sister-in-law on Halloween. She was like, yo, I don't believe that he said anything totally wrong. And I said, well, there were certain things that he did wrong. And there are certain things that should that he should have just said, you know what? I am not an expert at this. I made some bad jokes, my fault. And I'd like to move on, you know, and, and, and move on in the most humanly way possible. You know what I'm saying? And, and yes, I'm pretty sure Dave Chappelle has been held accountable as he's told in different stories. And he's probably as a human being tired of being held accountable for these things. But he also has to understand that media lives on forever. And when you make certain things, when you say certain things public, this is what's gonna what it's gonna be. There's so many things I wanna disagree with. <laughs> so let's let's backtrack. Because and, and, and I'm not disagreeing for the sake of disagreeing, but I want us and the listeners too to be clear that. A lot of these terms that are utilized get weaponized because we don't have the like we don't have the grasp of it. Right. Or we have one perspective of how that shows up. Right. So when people talk about cancel culture, I want them to be clear on what the fuck you think cancel culture is. Cat Williams just had a radio interview lately and he was like, cancel cancelness there's no culture of cancelness how can we make create a culture it's holding folks accountable do are there people that cause harm or 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 um, try to call people in and that shit is rooted in ego or they they want to be the person that exposed so let me go look at all the tweets from like 19 whatever mm. right like that shit is going to exist too, but that's not going to offshoot the real reason that folks want to be clear around accountability is because this ain't the, t we're not sitting here and just taking it no more. We, as in the larger, we, there's some shit that sh is not funny no more. Cause we see the implications in it. If he's been held accountable, I don't see it because accountability is, is, is getting called in by your community having the conversation, talking about where the harm happened, having apologies and changed behavior. You're not changed, you upset still. There's still some tenderness that whoever your people are can talk to you about, but the fact that you brought that tenderness on stage makes it all of our business to be able to talk about it. Especially again, if you are bringing up parts that are fucking people up. Like you're not just saying, oh, this gay person with their whatever stereotype and I don't like their fashion sense, right? Like you're literally saying that JK Rowling is right, that gender is a thing and that you can be a woman and you can be a man. There's no other distinction. 
right? And you're bringing up these nuanced pieces as receipts to these very binary things, but even you aren't talking about it in a binary sense. You're not outwardly saying it, right? Like, you're like, oh, I got LGBTQ friends, but I get called out by these folks. So say you're mad about people that watch you for the sake of dragging you, if that's what you feel, but at the same time, we need to take account advantages and privileges because it's like, who got hurt in that? And I know it's gray, right? There's a lot of grayness because I, I understand certain parts, the nuance around the baby and his blackness in terms of all the things that he lost and how there's other folks that we could bring up as examples that didn't get canceled, quote unquote, in that same way. Right. That doesn't mean none of that shit was valid, though. That just means we need to take a look at systemically. That what, that what wasn't valid. That people don't want to fuck with him, right? Oh. And the impact of some of people that don't want to yeah. fuck with him is that systemically people were like, all right, let me pull him from these shows. Now he's not the top streaming artist, right? Like right. that fucked with him a lot because regardless of how much capital he has around his money and the fact that he's a celebrity, Mm-hmm. there's still other social identities of yours that get you put down a notch in comparison to, you know, I see a lot of people in our community will be like, oh, but that happened to them, but it didn't happen to them. Or that happened to Cosby and it didn't happen to, what's that old white dude's name that's creepy? Um, <laughs> what, pick one, Woody uh, Allen, right? Like, but uh, uh, it not happening to him and happening to him doesn't negate that there was harm. It just right. shows the systemic implication. Right. So the same way that yeah. people are dragging people that are calling this out and making it plain and talking about it, however, which way? Because there's a spectrum. Right, right. Y'all going off on these folks. Okay. Are you mm-hmm. going off on, on Netflix? Because if you so pro Dave Chappelle, right. somebody in Netflix monetize the fact that he's upset and wants to talk about these things and didn't say you know what i think you should chill with that because because what happened the last time they didn't say that because they want that shit because it brings them coin now they want to say my bad because staff staff was speaking up about it outside of netflix but if not how many hands did that pass off and now it's my bad right like now that you're getting called out it's my bad but we really need to look at some of the shit he said like he he came out his face with a lot of that fucking me too shit because he doesn't have the context right right? when i hear him talking about that me too shit i hear him talking about white women in hollywood that's not where me too fucking started and that doesn't mean that harm didn't happen so it's easy for somebody with a disconnect from the issue to talk about it and to try to make comedy out of it but then it's a cause and effect. What's the consequence of you talking about shit that isn't in alignment? And he knows that because he would joke about it. He was like, you know what? You need a man to run feminist movement. Right? He knows that that was all perfect. He knows that there's like, he, that, he comes across that's, his wittiness. That's comedy. That's comedy. And then comedy. he takes it to that nth level. And yeah. comedy, you it's funny because comedy doesn't negate the harm in it. No, because we was just not. talking about that shit that happened in the news, right? Yes. That juror. Yeah, yeah made a joke. What was his name? That juror yeah. on the red made house a ch- yeah. made a joke. And what right. happened? He's not a yeah, juror no more, right. right? He didn't say, oh, but it's comedy, right? Because right. what he said was out of pocket. Right. And now we're talking about systems. You have a bias. We need to, instead of focusing on if you're pro-Chapelle or anti-Chapelle or, you know, whether you think, men and women equal crotches or whatever 
crotch designations you think go with it. Those right. are all separate things. Those are all separate from there's a system involved that's giving, that's gonna put a battery in people's backs mm-hmm. based on this, right? To, so like- to, to create divisiveness. Because really at the end of the day, yes, you know, he did say, he said some, he said some weird things, okay? A lot. That, and I, you know, some of the things that I was just like, oh, it's like, I laughed and I was like, you know, maybe you should have left that one on the cutting floor. But when you talk about systems, and we all, then you also have to acknowledge the fact that these systems that are in place, what they do is they create divisiveness among us and they use certain things or certain people or certain platforms to create that. And so it's not to say that Dave Chappelle isn't wrong because I've never said that. Not now. No, I know. You know what I'm saying? But, but you're it, saying it's funny, so that makes it okay. No, not at all. Not at all. But I think there are certain things Certain things within that that were funny. And there were other things, as I said before, that yeah. were funny. That I was yeah. just like, oh, you know what? You should have left that. And as when I said, when I when I was having that conversation with my sister-in-law, because she was like, no, I didn't see anything. And I said, you know what? You have to understand that there's a level of sensitivity and there's a level, there's certain things that you shouldn't say when you're not a part of that community. And you have to be careful of those things and, and understand that when you say those things, people will take that and now that becomes a truth. And mm-hmm. it's not the truth. And they'll use that along with their abuse of or whatever actions next that follow next that are that can sometimes be abusive or that could always be abusive, whether it's verbally, physically. And she was like, you know what? Yeah, you're right. And maybe he shouldn't have. There are certain things that he probably shouldn't have said. That he probably should have stayed away from, because there are things that we say. You know what I'm saying? But when you say them, there's a difference between when you say them amongst either, like what I, you know, when we say things between me and you, mm-hmm. versus when you say them to a billion people, and, right. and that those things are now being formulated, and it's like, oh. Now you create, you know, now you got an anti-gay coalition. And now you got to get, you know, and it, and it becomes muddled. And you know what? Maybe the plat, maybe Nef- a Netflix special isn't the platform to speak how you felt. It's to speak your hurt. Mm. But instead, now you sound totally crazy. Like what he said, you know, I can run the anti-feminist movement, but the only thing you got to do is, you know, suck my dick. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but then he laughed. He said, you see, and now we're going backwards. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And again, it was a joke, but it was one of those jokes that was like, it's funny, but maybe you should have said that amongst when you're just with chilling with Kevin Hart. And mm. then everybody, you know what I'm saying? You know, that's one of those things that you can't say because now you may have discredited a movement that has helped women. Now, now right. that's not to say that there are certain women that have gain power from this but then there's also the flip side is that men have always had this power so why shouldn't some why shouldn't women be able to credit off of something like this so you know but but like you say too there's regardless of anything there's still a wrong in taking credit when there's when when really the movement should be about empowerment and not just a grab not a power grab to become the next dictator 
Mm. You know what I'm saying? You know, that that's that's where my issues come. It's not about cancel culture canceling people out. It's how you're using this. Because yes, bullying was a huge problem. You know what I'm saying? And yeah, you know, my generation makes jokes about oh, this generation's soft. But I acknowledge that the generation that I'm witnessing is greater, is 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 better because they've been able to encompass everyone. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You know, before you get slaughtered for not having the newest Jordans. Yeah. Now you see kids, everybody's rocking together, regardless of what you're wearing. Or how, you know, because it's more about who you are as a person. Or that's where they're getting to. Mm-hmm. Um, they're they're better. They're, they're they they've evolved. That's that's what that's the whole point. You know what I mean? That they've evolved. Um, but then there's also times where I've seen cats of culture come after somebody who, and it and it wasn't just a check. Because mm-hmm. one thing to be like, yo, wait, what'd you say? Versus, oh, slam them and, and do it. And it's like, dude, wait a minute. <laughs> Sometimes people say things and they even, you know what I'm saying? It's not, it's maybe they meant to say that and you caught them. Or maybe they said it and they were like, oh, snap, that's not how I meant to say it because we all interpret things. You and I obviously are an example of looking at the same thing and, and having two, two types of interpretations. But though they're similar, though I, I'm more along the less, I'm more along the lines of healing. And you're more along the lines of, no, we need to hold them accountable. And you're right. You're def- I'm not disagreeing with you. But that's healing too. Yeah. In a, in a sense, but but it's how we do the the the, the accountability accountability. You know what I'm saying? Because it's, it's more because you know there's the accountability of like tiki torch, you know, tan cargos jeans from Target, mm-hmm. <laughs> and then but then there's also being oh, but you know he didn't mean to say that. No, there has to be a balance, and that's that's where today our society has lost balance amongst different types of, different types of, uh, how do you say, I don't want to say categories, but different types of cultures or different types of levels. You know, mm-hmm. th- we've lost all types of balance. And yeah, you know, Dave Chappelle, you know, I mean, this is the part where you gotta like, maybe get better friends because a good friend will be like, yo, you know what, Dave? <laughs> you shouldn't have said that. That it wasn't cool. You know what I'm saying? Regardless of how you felt, maybe you should just apologize and move on. And let, let, come on, let's go. Dave, say you're sorry. Come on, let's let's go. You know what I'm saying? Say, you know, and, and be sincere about it, but at the same time, understand that you need more education. You need more education. And, and I'm a person that needs more education. You know what I'm saying? And I and I'm well, I probably as well versed uh uh, you know, of a person who's heteronormative or whatever mm-hmm. whatever we're calling it now um but i need more education because there's things that i don't know and there's mm-hmm. times where you know i have feelings about certain things and i'm like yo you know what i'm not gonna say it because i'm like you know what maybe i need to talk to somebody before I, and, and maybe get some clarity on my feelings before i step out you know i don't know but you know it, it, it's one of those things where we could get charged up and be like, God, well, you know, whatever the case may be. But, you know, again, where, 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 where does the education start? Because it's one thing to say, yes, you're wrong, you're wrong, you're wrong. But let's also talk about how you're wrong. 
and how you need to be a better, you know, how you need to be better or just keep your mouth shut and not talk about certain things. Because, you know, if you don't understand or you don't know, go out and get education on those things. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I, I think that's the point because I think, you know, um, I hear a lot of folks who are at the cusp of being called out or called in about something. Mm-hmm. And then they'll be like, well, educate me. That's not my job, right? Now it's people that are in your circles, that are mm-hmm. that are your core folks, that are you like, you know what? I fuck with you. Let me give you this. This is a gift, right? Let me tell you why <laughs> right. you may not know, but this, right? right? But it, there's, a, there's sometimes it comes across as an entitlement to be educated. So I was raised in ain't shit, probably transphobic. I still got misogynist in me and that I got to unpack. But mm-hmm. I locate myself in that, right? I don't, I, I, I talk about these things, but I also know that I have work to do too. Mm-hmm. It's the it's folks who are like, oh, I got this one gay friend, this one trans friend, this one black friend who feel like <laughs> I'm good. They co-sign. I, I check off all the boxes. Right, like I don't give a fuck about nobody else. Okay, that also is your choice. But you know, people are going to not fuck with you for that, right? That doesn't mean I don't want Dave Chappelle, I don't want liberation for him. I want liberation for him too. I don't trust him with mine. Mm. I don't trust him to really be for black, uh, black and brown, trans and queer people. And he might be but you're not showing it. And I got to go by the actions that I have, whether you did it to curate or to get the numbers or to have this be trending. Cause bitch, it worked, right? Like you, you trending. And there's people that looked at to look to you or have history with you that are like, damn, mm-hmm. I would have hoped you had, you have access, you got bread. Right. Like you have access. And sometimes that access puts you in niches that maybe you need more homies Right. And more, more queer and trans homies that are willing to do that education. But I really am looking at the black cisgender hetero homies that are supposedly here for liberation or for all humankind or whatever fucking people are saying. Mm -hmm. That's part of human, too. Right. The fact that that should exist is human, too. Um, And it's it's. I know there's a lot of gray. I know people see a lot of gray, but that's why I wanted to have these conversations because I want folks to listen to the layers. You can still have whatever opinion you want. You can have my Dave Chappelle shirt if you want it. I don't know. I might not know you like that. But like, the same way, I want to say like, just because I'm speaking in the way that I am doesn't negate anybody who's like, fuck that, no. He's done to me. That's your business. He's right. done to you. You take mm-hmm. your bread, right? Is Netflix done with you too? Then take, you know, like, I don't know how far you going with this. Fuck Netflix too. <laughs> like, that's fine too. And if not, because that's where you get your fucking mental wellness, whatever. That's why I said there's so many layers. Right. There's going to be shit I say that's going to feel problematic to somebody or feel like I'm doing, I'm, I'm, I'm caping for people when I'm not, I'm really trying to keep my educator hat on, talk about the nuance and also say again, that it's multiple truths. We can talk. Yes. Somebody help Dave Chappelle and educate him. And that's not the job of queer and trans folks, especially people that pay money or follow him in these particular ways. Right. And, and 
it, it just shows that he gets defensive and he's like, okay, but if you're going to get at me, you got to get at these people. You're deflecting. Mm-hmm. Sit in the discomfort <laughs> that you are uncomfortable that people don't fuck with you for some of the things that you say. Yeah. Sit with that. And if you really don't give a fuck, then show me you don't give a fuck. Because this is you don't give a fuck and you hurt. Mm-hmm. So yeah. you're like, I'm going to talk about these tender things. Because I'm like, there's plenty of parts that if I, if he was my friend and I don't know him like that, but I yeah. see like the, the feeling I get in my body. Yeah. Is you thought this was cute in a sensationalized way. And there was a lot of things like that, that moment of him talking about Mm -hmm. his friend, that's tender, right? There's a lot of tenderness to that. And you have to understand the, the, that there's conflict and you saying Twitter's not real, but also saying that conveniently this person unalived themselves after their tweet. We don't know if that's connected, but we don't know if there was a snowball effect of things that impacted them and this was the straw. We don't know. Right, right. But 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 see that that kind of contradicts the Twitter real thing because okay, it's not real, but it it, it has implications it similar to someone. all these other things. Yeah. yeah. And okay. I'm like, if you don't give up, if you want to talk about humanity, then we need to talk about who is who is worthy or or deserving of humanity who gets your own humanity and if Dave Chappelle gets yours that's cool I, I don't know him like that for him to get mine I'm, <laughs> I'm curious to see how this is gonna look or if he's gonna end up on red table talk or whatever happens <laughs> but from what I heard about his last specials I feel like he was just he's just continuing yeah. oh it bothered you let me push further Right, and in right, doing right. that, you fucking with the people you don't fuck with and you don't like, but you're also fucking the people that were riding hard for you, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. For whatever reasons. Totally. Yeah, definitely. I feel like like any like any human being is complex because this is this is the same person that uh that made it comfortable to say the N-word by everyone <laughs> at one point. <laughs> and you know, but and, you know, but then he also left 50 men on the table because he realized he made a mistake and that, you know, and it, listen, man, at the end of the day, you know, there, nothing is white and black. You know what I mean? I think mm-hmm. that's, that's a construct that we were taught early on. Absolutely. But, that, but that's been, that's, that's been torn down. There is no white and black. Now everything there is, there are, you know, there's truth. And, you know, even multiple truths with, mm-hmm. I guess, however you say that, I think, I always think that there's just truth and everything falls into that. Yet, can mm. you have two people telling truth? Yeah, definitely. Totally. But it's still true. I don't know. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, at the end of the day, I think this was a great conversation that we had. I feel like, you know, we could have talked about this. <laughs> like pages. pages because because you know it's it's one of those things where you know and i and i watched it like three or four times mm-hmm. because the first time i saw it just for the comedy yeah and then the second time i was like okay now let me break this down because yeah you know, like anything that i enjoy i like to sit there and be like okay let me analyze this and then I, that's what the second time was when i was like oof, okay gotta take that out you got to take this out. <laughs> you got to take that out. And then really what you got is only like really like 20 minutes of a comedy special. But <laughs> and that sucks, I was like, I would write like, oh, that was funny. And it's going to get lost because 
You don't know what to do. And there was other fucked up shit he said that wasn't about gender. But I haven't heard people talk about it. I'm like, nah, that shit was pretty fucked up. Yeah. And I think. Like saying gender is a fact. And that's the problem because now you're talking about it in a truth. Mm -hmm. So that's the issue. Like you are saying that we are dismantling black and whiteness. We're dismantling binaries, Mm -hmm. but he's propping some binaries up, right? He's propping up that you got to have a penis to be a dude. You got to have a vulva and vagina to be a woman, right? Mm -hmm. So you're trying to prop up certain binaries that literally harm people. Or Or that's what makes a man. And that's what that, makes a woman. Right. And yeah. and then and then play your tongue-in-cheek jokes around it and be like, oh, but it's just comedy. But you're reinforcing, right? Like now there are people that are turfs that are like, oh, now I fuck with you. Right. Yeah. Even if they never fucked with him before, right? Yeah. Just because they're focusing on that one piece, even yeah. if that's not how he meant it, right. we have to talk about the difference between intention no, and impact. I, I'm pretty sure that's how he meant it. And that's what I mean when I say there's certain things he needs education on. Because, right. because it, it was, you know, I mean, when you say things and they're not really true, you know, I mean, it, I mean we can go back to when. They made posters about Asians being slanted-eyed and you can't trust them and all they do is smoke opium. Right. Or, you know, the Jews. I mean, you know, who doesn't remember Nazi Germany? You know what I'm saying? You know, I mean, that's not to say, you know, we should come after Germans now for that, but it's one of those things that you gotta be like, oh, I remember. <laughs> but see, but, but that was, but you have to, and, just a good example, look how long that shit stays strong for, right? When we think about the stereotypes that were put in propaganda in media, people believe that shit, right? Like if they've never met an Asian person or a Black person before, or they only get media interpretations, that's their fucking frame of of reference, right? right? They believe those things. There's people still saying welfare queen, right? I haven't seen a welfare queen political cartoon in in decades but there are people that still believe that Mm. black women specifically have mad kids in our welfare despite the statistics despite the things that people like and i know that's tangential but i'm like i want you to understand that what we watch is fun and you watched it three or four times because you wanted to have a critique on it because Mm. with a podcast you have cultural critique right like you have those conversations some people are going to watch that shit and that's it and Mm. take it as law and be like, oh, that's what it is. They should said that. I fuck with it. It goes in aligns with my values. So fuck anything else that's not in alignment with it. And fuck people who disagree with him. Like, that's their best friend. <laughs> social capital, right? Like, that's a real thing. That's definitely a real thing. So, Cindy, this has been an awesome conversation. Oh, thank you. <laughs> Like, yeah, you gotta stop me because I've been going hard. <laughs> no, it's not. Listen, I, I would love to keep going, but you know, we want we want people to get this and digest this and also follow up with us on yeah, you know, absolutely D- DM us if if you felt away or if, you know, like we want to allow the opportunity for it to be digested and this generation digest things in smaller portions. And maybe don't be listening. Yeah, take your time. Take your time. And you know, listen. We'll we'll be we'll be here next week for another episode. With another and topic. With another topic. <laughs> another topic. <laughs> another topic. But we're definitely open to the conversation. 
you know, Absolutely. definitely open to it. If, if you want to have this conversation, um, you can hit us up. You know, we have our perspective YouTube channels. Mm-hmm. We have, uh, you know, we have, you know, we're, we're on different. So just, just search us on, you can search us on anchor. You can search us on Spotify, Absolutely. Search us on Google, Google podcast. You can search us on Amazon music. You can search mm-hmm. us you know, on Deezer, on Spreaker, on SoundCloud, you can search us on these things and we're there. So, mm-hmm. you know, look us up. DM, DM my homie. Uh, you know, she's got two of her ads, Sex and mm-hmm. Lee Alves and Sex on Shuffle. Feel free to Options. add her on those. Definitely. Mm-hmm. Add me on Just Heck. Um, mm-hmm. You know, definitely, you know, as long as you're not a robot asking about my penis size, I'm cool with that. Um, <laughs> if you ask a shit like that, you better put a cash app in there too. That shit ain't free. <laughs> but anyhow, I have been I have been just heck. I am Cindy Lee. All right, and this is the first episode of 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 quite a few of yes. the merger between Sex on Shuffle and Just Another Podcast. Y'all have a mm-hmm. great one. Y'all take care, and uh, you know, shimmies. All day. All day. (laughs) (laughs) Peace.